Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click Travel for your free consultation for a limited time only. Well, Brittany's home. Um, she got traded for a weapons dealer who was selling weapons to Al-Qaeda and whatnot. Um, some people say it's a fair trade. You know, a high-profile American for a high-profile Russian. Um, you know, uh, Brittany got caught up in, 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 you know, a war bargain. You know, they were, you know, at war with Ukraine. Um, I haven't heard much on the proceedings behind that war. Um, the way it sounds, it sounds like Ukraine had a lot of help from the US and Russia knew it and they didn't want to incite a, you know, a nuclear war or a third world war. And so Russia kind of did the smart thing and, and fall back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a victory ain't always a victory. And, um, you know, Ukraine... Yeah, but but I I don't know the proceedings on that on that situation. I know a lot of a lot of lives have been lost. Um, you know, a lot of white people have been killing each other, and it's pretty sad. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's affecting, um, you know, the the energy cost in the world. You know what I mean? Um, right now, it's kind of like leveled. That gas has been at like three dollars for right now. You know what I'm saying? Or, or greater than three dollars. That's kind of like normalized right now. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, Brittany got caught up in it and, um, you know, she, she got, you know, she got booked for, you know, having CBD, you know what I'm saying? On a, on a, it wasn't even like real, real, you know, bagged up <laughs> marijuana, you know, man, she was about to do nine years for that. And the U S was like, all right, let's, let's talk, let's talk this out. Let's, let's, let's figure what, figure out what we can do here. Um, you know? And, or maybe Russia was like, let's talk this out. And a lot of people were, you know, rallying behind Britney to come home, you know. Um, how was she treated while she was over there? I mean, she may have been treated poorly. She may have been treated uh, just fine. But she was a bargaining chip, you know what I'm saying? She was a chess piece in, a, um, in the midst of a conflict. And it's sad that she got caught up in the middle of it because, um, you know, she went over there to make a quick buck. You know, to go over there and hoop, and um, because she get, I guess from 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 what I hear, she makes more money. She makes more money um, hooping over there than she does over here, which is which is also sad. It's like you know, just sad on top of sad. But ultimately, ultimately, she's home. You know what I'm saying? Now, what I'm what I'm wondering is if she's gonna continue these. Um, is she is she gonna continue traveling abroad to to play basketball? Like <laughs> you know, um, you know, maybe she she's probably making millions over there in Russia, but just to be facing to wind up facing nine years, is it worth it? 
You know what I'm saying? In her prime years too. Like, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure she's fairly young. You know, um, and she's at a decent age athletically. She's young medically, but she's at a decent age athletically. So, so yeah, you know, um, I wonder how she's gonna carry it going forward. I wonder what the celebration is gonna be like. You know what I mean? Like, I could just picture the, you know, the a lot of the NBA ballers who, you know, uh, um, who, you know, adore her and appreciate her are probably just like sliding her, you know, hit his ten grand, get yourself something nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would do that, you know, if I was if I was one of them. But um, but yeah, so it's, it's a beautiful thing that she's home. Or she's on her way home, and they let her go. Um, now, what are the repercussions? This weapons dealer, them letting out this weapons dealer. Is Russia going to keep him locked up? Like, what's Russia going to do with him now that they got him back? You know? Um, yeah, and, and then he's a weapons dealer, you know what I mean? It's not like he's a mass murderer, but technically he is, or he's a facilitator of mass murder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, um, how's Russia going to use him? so to speak, you know, but I guess, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's the least of our worries now that we got back what we wanted, right, um, and, and these are how negotiations go, you know, these are how negotiations go, you know, um, you know, a, we- a weapons dealer, um, isn't the, the most, uh, um, I think, I think you need a weapons dealer if you're trying to protect your country, if you're trying to, you know, um, fortify your country, you're going to need a weapons dealer at some point, right? But a weapons dealer has, you know, no honor. They have no um, allegiance or loyalty to anyone. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's whoever, whoever's at the high, whoever's the highest bidder, <laughs> right? That's, that's, that's a weapons dealer. So, so yeah. So I don't know who knows the repercussions behind it, but I'm just glad that girl is home. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Coach Prime made this statement here. They may not like it, but I ain't lying. How can we have 60,000 people in a Durham Stadium? You told me we sold out, and I checked the receipts, and we done sold 28,000 tickets. Now, y'all better find out who's stealing, because that affects my pocket. You may not like it, but I ain't lying. So it's a lot of stuff like that, uh, and it's more that goes on on that we got to address. And I just have the audacity to address it. And now you have more people saying that what Coach Prime said in that video is indeed true. Take a second to make sure that you're subscribed to the channel. Click the notification bell for all updates. You have It's paid to the schools. Both schools get a... Uh, a sum of money. Mm-hmm. My question was, if we went out there and we the ones did that, why are we splitting something? That, we did that. The, pro, the football program did that. The school didn't do that. Yeah. The football program did that. So, those are my questions, as well as concerns. Okay. Yeah, I want to see that. How is that yeah. regulated and dispensed? Right. Dispersed, I mean- rather. That's the key word, because again, and I heard you speak about it. Like the guys in that locker room, were the ones putting their lives on the line. True that. They're risking their, their, their health and safety. Obviously, if something's coming back to the school, majority of it should be for the people who at least show me the percentage. Okay. And I'm fair. Show me the percentage.
and I know we have some 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 things that we need to address amongst the school, but we did this, man. Mm-hmm. Let's take care of us and the, the things that we have, shortcomings that we have right now, and then we'll deal with the school needs. Is Dion selling out? Is he selling out? Is it possible for him to to sell out? <laughs> um, this is an this is an NFL legend. Um, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't say a baseball legend, but um, he did love the sport of baseball. Um, I don't know if it was his first love, but you know. But this man has a lot of savoir faire, a lot of uh, flair and energy surrounding him. You know what I'm saying? And this has just been his persona for the past thirty, almost forty years since he's uh, um, since he's been playing football and since he's left the league, the NFL. Um, and he brought that same flair and energy to Jackson State. And in the course of three years, he turned around an entire organization. And this kind of raised the eyebrows of not just other uh, football programs, um, but the pl- he, it raised the eyebrows of players. You know what I'm saying? He was able to bring home, you know, some of the top recruits in the country. You know what I'm saying? He was able to bring them in. Um, and then, you know, went had an undefeated season. I think he the only time he lost the game was, like, in his first year. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man, single, like, single-handedly, like I, I wouldn't say single-handedly. Of course, he had help. But, you know, just but, but just him being at the helm and being the leader of this football program, he kind of he, he single-handedly turned it around, you know, um, with everything that he brought with him, with all the energy and the, and the personnel that he that he brought with him um boosting the facilities and and like you could go down there's a long laundry list of things that he did for that university um and then not only that you know taking uh you know he proved that he he didn't have to say he wasn't doing it for the money he proved it you know what i'm saying because he 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 took a three hundred thousand dollar salary you know what i'm saying and then gave half of that back to the back to the program to build it up you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, spent his own money for the for, for the program. You know what I'm saying? To get food and, and built relationships with American Airlines. I remember I was just casually scrolling through my Facebook and I happened to um, like the American Airlines uh, page. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a travel company. And I like the American Airlines Facebook page and I'm seeing them, a po- I see a post with Deion Sanders in them about, you know, a relationship they started to, to, to help the team travel. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know any other. I mean, most of those universities, most of those big time universities already had that stuff in place before, you know, a little, a little bitty HBCU. So, you know, he, he really, really, he put the university, you know, the city and, you know, and just HBCUs period on the map, raised eyebrows, drew attention. Like, I don't, I've never sat down and watched a Jackson State game. Um, but I'd be more than willing to. Um, I've never sat down and watched a Jackson. Uh, um, I've never sat down and watched a Jackson State game, but I always keep my ear to the streets on what's going on and what they're doing. It, only because Deion Sanders is there, you know. Um, it really broke my heart. It really broke my heart to find out that he was getting burglarized. You know. Now I know. You know. Um, 
the, just the entire state of Mississippi is very poverty stricken ever since slavery got abolished. You know what I'm saying? But then, but, but then again, you know, uh, um, this man, he did all of this for the community and for the university and for the football program. And y'all going to burglarize him? You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to burglarize his, his son's stuff? Now, maybe they didn't know. Maybe they didn't know it was his. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure they had. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, the, the streets going street. They, they know who's who. You know what I'm saying? And then he, he was getting burglarized. And then on top of that, the the um he even kind of hearkened to it himself. You know, there was some monies that were due to his, him and his program, you know, because of all of the uh, accomplishments that he had made. And he wasn't receiving those monies. So, uh, the, and you know, this is what happens. This is what happens when you walk into an organization and you try to bring new blood to it and you try to bring new culture and new energy to it there's a lot of who do you think you are going on and i talked about this in previous episodes you know what i'm saying the, the whole who the, the whole who do you think you are um you know uh, uh, um that that people that people buck back at you for you know and i've, I've been kind of a victim of it myself in my own occupational life I, I walked into an organization. Um, you know, I know the kind. I know the. I know the kind of person I am. You know what I'm saying. Uh, um, I know the kind of shot glass I am compared to, to uh, um, a bunch of forty ounces walking around. You know, I know my personality. I know the kind of energy that I bring to an environment, and that can make some people very insecure. And those people that you make insecure could very well be your superiors. And he probably had people superior to him that were very insecure of him and that saw an opportunity to gut him or, or gut the, the, um, all of the blessings and the fortune that he brought to that university. And, you know, they said, they, you know, they said, you know, it's not about it. And they, they want, and I, and I guess that was their way of, that, that was their who do you think you are way of making them, making him think that it's not about him. The, or their way of telling him that it's not about him. It's, it ain't about you. I know who you are. Yeah, you Deion Sanders. Cool. That's all cool. But it ain't about you. This is this Jackson State is bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? That's how. That's probably how they felt. And they say, Nah, we ain't gonna pay you. F f f fuck. Yeah, fuck you. We ain't gonna pay you. You know what I'm saying? But and and, and you know th that kind of attitude and energy you'll never hear in words. You'll always see it in actions, though. And, and the leadership and the superiors at Jackson State, showed, they, they gave him their asses to kiss. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, he was joining the football program. He was coming to the football program to boost the football program, not the university. And the university saw an opportunity and, 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 and then they stole from him. Pretty much. Pretty much. And it, it, it's sad because, you know, and then, and that's the thing, you know, when you're in an a poverty environment, you develop a poverty community. You know what I'm saying? So even though these people are higher ups and, you know, they're dignified and, uh, um, and, and well elevated in, in the, you know, HBCU realm or whatever, or, or the, the Jackson State University realm, these people still have, you know, poverty attitude and poverty mentalities. You know what I'm saying? They're just kings of their own molehill of their own they're, they're kings of the anthill 
You know what I'm saying? And so, and so, yeah, a lot of, I'm pretty sure, that, I'm sure he was getting a lot of pushback behind the scenes. Um, there's a lot of rumors of things that he wanted to do that the university was turning down. You know what I mean? So that, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Who knows? I've seen, I've been in meetings. I've been in college meetings where people were trying to implement things and were getting turned down. I've been in, I've been in, when I was in college, uh, um, I knew that the leadership there didn't like me. They And not because of anything I did. They just, my personality was intimidating and I knew I had a lot of savoir faire and that was intimidating to them because it would, because they knew that if they gave me any headway, it would become about me and not them. And they, they couldn't handle that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the spotlight ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? The spotlight is for Dion. That's that's him. That's his energy. And that's what he brings. And it takes someone from the outside, like Colorado University, realizing that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bring your, bring your flair. Bring your energy. Matter of fact, we're going to pay you for it. <laughs> you know? And you think Colorado. Ain't no black people at Colorado. <laughs> um, but... Um, one of the uh, greatest quarter, my opinion, greatest quarterbacks in the NFL, uh, Cordell Stewart. Um, I think he played. Uh, don't quote me. I think he played for Colorado University. You know what I mean? Uh, um, and this was before there was a Michael Vick. There was there was a Cordell Stewart. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he can. Yeah, so uh, it takes a it takes the quote unquote the outsiders. You know what I'm saying? Or the quote unquote them to realize that hey. <laughs> Hey, bring it. Give us, give us what you got, bro. You know what I mean? Um, and then this is kind of significant to me because, you know, you have this small, you know, this uh, small hole in the wall HBCU. Well, you know, Jackson State is probably one of the most prominent HBCUs amongst HBCUs, but just in colleges, period. It's still, it's, it's pretty hole in the wall compared to any other university. And, um, and you know, they don't, they they didn't really appreciate him, and it shows when he left. It shows how how little appreciation they had for him when he left. And this is kind of like I've I've heard people compare this to you know black men's relations. I, I hate to go left. I hate to go left, but I want to just it just stuck, sticks out to me. They kind of compare this to black men's relationship with black women, whereas they just take 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 from the man, and they, and then they never give back to him. You know what I'm saying? And then when he picks his balls up off the floor and says, hey, I want more, I want better for myself, you know what I'm saying? Now they're like, well, who you think you are, right? And Deion Sanders is getting the same, he's getting the same treatment from the black community in this whole situation. It's kind of like a juxtaposition. Now, I want to get into the effects. You know, I talked I talk some, somewhat about the things that he did for the university, but I want to look ahead and look at the effects that he ha that he'll have um on leaving the effects that he'll have on Jackson State and the effect that he'll have on Colorado University racially racial I mean you can you can say it's not racial but then it is because it's an HBCU and you know for a young a young black boy a young fatherless black boy who happens to be really good at football for J Deion Sanders to sit in your living room you know, and tells you he wants you to come to his university. That's that that speaks volumes. You know, um, and then so let's say you got there as a freshman, and then your sophomore year he wants to leave. You know, 
you know, a lot of the they they're quoting a lot of the players and saying that you know a lot of the players are cool with it, but I don't think every single one of them are cool with it. I'm pretty sure there's some of them who are a bit leery and are saying, you know, okay, what's gonna happen to my football career the, uh, uh, here at this university the next two uh, the next two years or the next year or the next three years, right? Um, they're they're probably asking themselves that. They probably don't have anywhere else to go. They probably don't have anywhere else to transfer to, like maybe some of the other more star players, you know? And uh, um, they probably got real spoiled with Dion being there, you know? Um, but but racially, racially, I do think it's going to have an effect. What what racial effect will it have on Colorado? Is, is Colorado going to become a black school all of a sudden? <laughs> um, who knows, but... I do. I think, and Dion's no, you know, he's no slouch. He does know what he's walking into, and he does know, like he said it himself. You know, as a as a as a coach, and you know, in football, you either get elevated or eliminated, or something to that to that effect, right? So he knows what he's walking into. He knows the pressure that's on him. You know what I'm saying? But then again, he knows the blessing that he has on his life, and the energy that he can bring to that school, and the personnel that he can bring to that school. Um, and then he'll just have more tools in his toolbox, you know what I'm saying? There'll be he'll he'll just have a deeper war chest to play with, you know, and he doesn't have to he he won't face the struggles that he'll face like he did um at at JSU. You know, once he goes to Colorado, it's just a win-win all the way around. And he's getting a he's going from a $300,000 salary where he was cutting it in half for the sake of the program to a whole $5 million salary. Like like that just that just sweetens the deal, really. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure Dion is still getting money off of his shoe deal back when he played. You know what I'm saying? I see, I still see people wearing his sneakers. You know, so like, it's, it it really is not about the money for him. It just it's just not like, for all we know, he doesn't have to work again. You know what I'm saying? But he just you know he loves football. You could tell that he loves football. For for a man to come into a, a university. And, and, you know, do as much as he did for that university and make them go undefeated back-to-back years. Like, you know, when, when they were like nothing before he got there, he, he must he has to have love for the sport. You know what I'm saying? He has to, you know, do it for a lot of it from the heart. You can't deny that. Um, will Jackson State be better or worse? I think the way they're receiving him and treated the way they've received him and treated him and how they've done him dirty financially and all of these and all of these things and especially the burglaries and everything um i think they'll be probably be worse off because simply because their mentality hasn't changed their attitude um uh, um their values haven't changed you know what i mean and so, so let's say another head coach comes in there and tries to elevate the you know, are they going to do him the same way? You know what I'm saying? Or are they going to lift him up and embrace him? You know? Uh, um, or are they going to look at him as, who do you think you are? Uh, um, yeah, we know you, we owe you a bonus, but we just don't want to give it to you. We could use it for our university. We can, we can re, quote unquote, reappropriate, which was really misappropriating the funds and do what we need to do for the university. Forget the football program. Hey, y'all boosted us up. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Give us that. You know? Um, I think, so I think in most cases, Jackson State will be worse off because if Deion Sanders had to get up, which was uh, uh, apparently a true story, 
where he had to get on his own and start mowing the grass just to show the staff, like, hey, we need to get this done. Just to prove to the staff we need to get this done. If he had to go that far, you know, what 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 would, you know, what, what is another coach going to come behind him and do the same? Or should another coach have to come behind him and do the same thing? Or should Jackson State get their stuff together? You know? So, and I don't think any, and I don't think anyone can bring what the kind of energy and eyes and finance that Deion Sanders can bring. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's, yeah, there's plenty of NFL legends out there who can come and coach, but there's no, there's only one Deion Sanders. And apparently Jackson State didn't realize that, but Colorado State did, you know, and it's sad that quote unquote, they can see what we can't see in, in something. They can see the value in something that we can't, um, we're just we're just too comfortable. We're too comfortable. Um, the sports effect, um, program like Colorado University. I know nothing about Colorado University since <laughs> since Cordell Stewart left. Um, I just I know they're not that great, but I know with what Deion Sanders will bring and the kind of excellence that he brings with him, um, I would I would definitely expect them. To, I would expect the, the kind, the same kind of result that he brought to Jackson State. Maybe not the same exact result because you know, the, of course, it's a bigger program, it's a bigger conference, and all those. It's just, everything's bigger, so it's going to be a, mo- a lot more competition. But I would see the, I would, I would, I would expect the same kind of improvement. And um, and like I said, he's no slouch. He knows the pressure that's on him, and so he wouldn't be surprised if anything of the struggle that he might have to endure to get the program to where he wants it to be and where it needs to be. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think a lot of the commentary behind him leaving Jackson State is a lot of just abandonment issue and wealth envy. You know, um, someone who... The, uh, people people treat you different when they know you got money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rather than it just be... Uh, they just suspect that you have money or you just seem to have money. But when they know you rich, they look at you differently. And I'm pretty sure they saw him come into their university literally as a savior. You know what I'm saying? They saw the they, they saw a handout when he got there. And and um and yeah, they used him for it. And so when he put his foot down, now it's it's abandonment. It's an abandonment issue. It's triggering. It's triggering for a lot of people. And I think a lot of the, all of the especially the commentary on social media and all of the scuttlebutt that's going around about it, um, is you know, just a bunch of triggered hurt people. You know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with Deion Sanders. They're just triggered and hurt from their own experiences. You know? Um, but, yeah, uh, Jackson State will never be the same. Um, his fingerprint will be left on that university. His shadow will be left on that university for at least the next five to ten years. You know? And and and, um, and he's bringing everything he brought over there to Colorado. And it's, it's, a, it's just a better situation. And... I just hope he doesn't get comfortable with all of the, like I said, with all of the tools, the more tools in his toolbox and the bigger war chest. And, you know, um, I just hope he, and I think he knows that too. Just the kind of person Deion said, just hearing him speak, I think he knows that. Womp, womp. Derek Jackson divorce. Um... So just for those who don't know, Derek Jackson was a man who spent over a decade on the Internet sitting in his car telling women what they wanted to hear. And then all of a sudden he gets exposed. And his personal life went viral. 
and his whole empire, um, built on sand, came crumbling down. Now, of course, um, you know, him being him, you know, he, uh, he stayed, he stayed, he stayed on brand, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> tried to use the opportunity to market his book. And, you know, he had a multi-million, well, I wouldn't say multi-million. I mean, he, what, what, I think I heard he was worth maybe around 10 million. Um, but yeah, he was, he, he, he became a millionaire off of lies pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he was telling lies. He was living a lie. You know, his whole, um, his whole persona was built on uh, his whole empire was built on a lie. It was built on sand and it came crumbling down and ain't no, there's no denying the ripple effects it, it would have in his home. You know, to my knowledge, his children are very young. So they'll probably hear about it later down the road, but um, it's not going to affect them. They're probably they're, they're still somewhat incubated from all the shenanigans um, of, of what his father's going through. Now, from what I'm reading out there, they're saying that he he's filing for a divorce, but I don't think that's the case. Um, you know, from what I hear, you know, women don't really care much for adultery unless unless there's embarrassment behind it, unless they end up with egg on their face. And that's when they kind of uh, put their foot down about it, you know. Um, and no one was more embarrassed than his wife. I mean, the jokes with the um, the with the uh, head, the, the head beret and the, you know, the uh, um, the armor of, 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 of God and all of that, <laughs> all those jokes and the memes, you know, of him sitting there with that purple sweater. I have one just like it, too. <laughs> I'm sitting there with that purple sweater holding her hand and she has on her little beret uh, um, and, and you know, her uh, doubling down and on, going on Instagram about, you know, um, about how much how she's going to fight for her family, you know, and all these things, you know, um, and we never heard about her. We never knew he, we never even as much as knew he had a wife, <laughs> let alone knew who she was up until all of the shenanigans started. You know, um, I saw I used I would catch YouTube videos talking about her and her um, YouTube page, her Instagram page. And they were tracking the history of the posts that she was making and how, you know, she was just hardcore religious chick, you know, um, and then she was suffering from, you know, the depression of all the shenanigans he was putting her through and then how her posts were changing the the. The, the temperature of her post was, was kind of changing a bit. She was getting a little darker about it, you know? So I don't, so when, when you, you question who filed the divorce, I don't think, I can't, I can't really say that he filed the divorce. I can't say that wholeheartedly. Um, maybe the news would have to, you know, um, confirm that, but I don't, I don't think so wholeheartedly, you know, but and then it's funny because as soon as his empire came crumbling down, that's when Kevin Samuel's empire started to rise, you know, and that I think this was all the hand of God, <laughs> no pun intended, you know, uh, but, but yeah, yeah. And, and so to see all of this pan out, I knew the divorce, I knew some, something was going to happen. Something, if something hadn't rolled out, it was probably already in the works, you know what I mean? So... So yeah, it was, it's just, it was just a matter of time. It was just a matter of time before the real had to get real, 
you know? And like, so who's surprised really? Who's surprised? Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc we would like to thank you for tuning into prosperity ullc and continue to invest in the brand